0: Do you have potential clients calling you at night, weekends, and holidays? Do you miss out on business because you were not available to answer the phone? Do you wish there was an easier way to schedule photo shoots? Stay tuned!
1: This episode of WGAN-TV is sponsored by Momenzo. Create professional listing videos within minutes using your smartphone, automatic editing, and real estate video templates. Save 25% with coupon code GET25 at wgan.info forward slash momenzo. Offer may be withdrawn at any time.
0: Hi all, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. You're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5, a podcast for digital twin creators shaping the future of real estate today we have an awesome show for you. Introduction to Oppie, a 24-7 phone and web AI assistant for lead capture, scheduling, and follow-up. Our subject matter expert is Oppie founder and CEO, Alex Gustafson. Alex, thanks for being back on the show.
2: Of course, yeah. Thanks for having me, Dan. Pleasure to be on.
0: Alex, before we jump into Api, Tell us a little bit about you and your background.
2: yeah, so um my background I started a little over ten years ago as a real estate photographer and quickly built that business out and scaled it up as we began offering video and uh, Matterport and other services like that. and it killed me to be working so hard but come out of an appointment and realize I had a text message from a client or a missed call from a client and by the time I got back to them sometimes especially for newer clients that I that we didn't have rapport with they might have booked another provider if I didn't get back to them quick enough and so a lot of our pain points with the real estate photography business led to developing our own tools and software um, to help streamline the booking and the customer support process and make a better experience for both me, my team, and also our customers, obviously.
0: And uh, the big picture on Api.
2: So Api, the big picture is currently within about five minutes, you can come away with an intern or better level assistant that will be with you forever so it will never forget anything it'll keep learning forever and ever and so the big picture is really a 24-7 phone assistant for your small business um, to help you know increase your sales or decrease your own pain so you can actually have a life and not be on your phone all the time and handle a lot of uh, the challenges that you have in your day-to-day.
0: So for real estate photographers, how does that translate? What what kind of pain points do real estate photographers have that Oppie solves?
2: Yeah, so in addition to the, just what I mentioned about my own, um, the average busy real estate photographer can shoot I think you know up to like eight houses in a day, and with driving around that much, um, you're bound to miss some messages. And you you're also on the road, obviously driving before or between appointments on your calendar in the future, and the scheduling is a challenge too. Um, so it's not as simple as just picking up the phone and saying, Oh, Hey, yes, I can do that appointment or no, I can't. Cause you actually have to do some routing and some more things like that involved. So Oppy is able to help real estate photographers, especially because it does take into account drive times in the future. And it does help you um, capture those leads. I think I read a stat recently about 70% of customers want to text with brands that they interact with, but only about 30% of brands actually offer that. And it's most likely just because it's, it's hard to offer text message support, just like it's hard to offer actual live chat support. And, um, and also if you don't respond to your lead within about uh, five minutes your odds of capturing that lead go down by about 80 percent. so very bad statistics for a entire business of road warriors essentially who may or may not have cell service or the ability to hop on their phone and send a text message right away because you might be flying a drone or you know using it for your Matterport port and your battery's about to die whatever the case may be so Oppie's there to help out um and, and with a lot of our tools that, that obviously we'll get into, um, it it's not as scary as it might seem to just, it doesn't, it shouldn't have to feel like you're just giving it away to AI. We have a you in the loop dashboard. So even if it's you or your customer support person, you can watch the conversations happen and you're always there to jump in or pause or whatever you need to do.
0: So Alex, chatbots have been around for a long time, a few years at least, and uh, I always think of them as horrible experiences. What What makes API AI assistant chatbot way better than uh, menu driven chatbots that that we've all have experienced? Um, yeah, I
2: I would agree that chatbots have a terrible reputation, and and you know. Um, with the exception of maybe smarter child or some of the earlier ones, but, you know, actually getting them to do something useful. It's been a, a very painstaking process of these IVR trees is what they're called. And, you know, building out the flows of if this, then that, and, and all of this. And um, so obviously with the, with the, um, with chat GPT and a lot of other tools that have come out in the last year or so, it's really transformed how that works and it's allowed for much more nuanced conversations to happen without a tremendous amount of overhead on, on your business to retrain a certain thing just because you added a new product. It's, you know, it's, we've made it super simple on our end um, to easily import your website and uh, you can give it some some knowledge in terms of how you would talk to an assistant. You don't have to know how to code. So think of um, oh, I don't like that your responses are super long. Can you make your responses shorter? That's what you might say to an actual assistant. That's all you need to say to your API, and it'll adjust its responses going forward. So um, so looking at chatbots, you know, 18 months ago. And, and earlier, you couldn't do that. And now, now that we have this new technology, I truly believe that natural language is the operating system of the future and the user interface of the future. It's gonna simplify a lot of things for us um, because it's just what we do naturally, obviously. Um, so, so yes, uh, it's very impressive. Um, it's fluent in over 20 languages. It is, uh, I think it passes the bar in like the 90th percentile or something like that. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't use it as your lawyer, but, you know, thinking about that working for you, how that'll evolve with your business in its head as the company it works for, um, is has made things a lot better for people and um, has made opi really a great product and I'm impressed by it every day.
0: So uh so it sounds like Oppy is powered by Chat GPT.
2: Um in a way, yeah. So chat GPT is like the product of OpenAI, their user interface to, you know, actually use their APIs. And so we we do use some of Uh, open AIs, APIs, to power API. And then we use some of our own uh, that that we've been building to really fine tune it on your business specifically. And so it's it's like a modified chat GPT that you actually have control over um, from a business perspective. So, you know, you can customize how it acts, how it responds. It's your brand voice um, something you can make consistent, all of those things. And then you can easily hook it up to a phone number in a matter of a few clicks so that it can start engaging with customers and capturing their um, what they want, what they need, their contact info, things like that, um, so that when they reach out, you keep building on that list over and over. And so it's knowledge base of what each customer wants and needs keeps growing so that's where that bit of, that I said in the beginning about it working for you basically forever really comes in is as, as you see it sort of really building a profile on your customers and what they like what they don't like all those things over time
0: so Alex I've had some amazing conversations with chat GPT4 for example and I love it and I find the experience amazed amazing and I uh... I think of it as magic every time I use it. Is is that kind of the feel or the leap forward of, of of going from those chat bots of two plus years ago that were just if this then that kind of conversations to literally a, a magic a magical experience uh, as if you're talking to ChatGPT four.
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean. It's just, you know, you're enthusiastic about it and and so am I. I use it almost every day. Um, and uh, you know, seeing it interact with customers is a little nerve-wracking at first, maybe. Um, but then you start seeing the responses. And you've talked to my own Oppie, Saloon, and um it's I'm always really impressed. Um, you know. So I it's, it's a very similar interface for people, um, but we make it familiar with them, too, because it's a phone number. So they have a phone that can text, like everybody. Um, they don't have to learn how to like go to your site, find your chat button, and start talking to you. They just send a text message to your phone that you give out, and, and it'll start the conversation
0: so I, I am familiar a little bit with chat gpt4 and it does enable you to create your own uh, uh, chatbots uh, is there any reason i shouldn't just use chat gpt4 to create my text uh, base chatbot for my business or is, or is there some magic of what it is that api your company is providing uh that sits on top of the ai to to make the magic happen specifically for uh real estate photographers service provider businesses
2: yeah um the latter and you could you could probably do a handful of the things that we do um with chat gpcs gpts and their product um but our, and our goal is not to rebuild ChatGPT or compete with OpenAI because we'd, <laughs> we would lose pretty quickly. Um, our goal is to just leverage the technology and bring it all together in a uh, format that works for small businesses. And, um, and that's what we've done really. Um, so when I think about ChatGPT, it's great for me using it, and you know Microsoft Copilot. You've seen ads on Super Bowl and everything else like that. They're great, um, but if you actually want that to interact with customers, how would you even really do that? There's um, there's not an easy way to kick that off. Um, so you might be able to cobble some, together some ways to do it. Um, but I really think that's where our human-in-the-loop dashboard shines and the phone numbers being hooked up. I don't think ChatGPT will ever enable a, um, the ability to add and manage a phone number onto your account because it's um, there's a lot of regulations and things like that that we kind of waded through. Um, but above and beyond that, we have our, our scheduling algorithm that does take into account the future drive times and, and all of that. So it'll make sure that you actually have time to get from where you're going to, or from where you're going to be to where the proposed appointment is, provide the service and a variable amount of time based on the square footage or whatever else, and then get to wherever you're supposed to go after that. Um, and we have a lot of advanced features that I think we've added since the last time I talk, I talked to you that allow you to do even more
0: filtering there. So, um, let's do this so, Alex, if if you don't mind, yep. uh, let, me, let me pretend to be a real estate agent and and let's just pretend that I'm sending you a text. Uh, we'll we'll do it by voice., uh, later in the show, we'll do an act, we'll share screens and I'll do the same conversation showing what I see. And then I'll ask you to show your screen to see what you see as the photographer. Um, but I, I think I'd just like to go through this by by voice for a moment, because I think it's going to tee up me asking you follow-up questions about, well, how to do that. All right. Okay. So let's just super simple conversation. Let's just pretend I'm a real estate photographer. Excuse me. I'm a real estate agent. Um, And, uh, gee, maybe I need a persona here. Uh, Why don't we say Danny Boy? So, I'm Danny (laughs) Boy, and uh, I'm a real estate agent. Uh, You're a real estate photographer. Uh, I've done some work with you before, and I send you a text, and it it says, um, actually, I'm going to do this with your assistant, Andy Brinker. Uh, uh, No, actually, we'll, we'll do it as Alex. Just... Like okay. no AI involved in here, just you and me having a, a conversation. Uh, hey okay. Alex, hey hey Alex, how you doing?
2: I'm great, Dan. How can I help you today? Are you looking to book a an appointment?
0: Yes, actually, I uh, I have a listing coming up. I'd like to schedule a photo shoot. Can you help me with that, Alex?
2: Of course. Um, what services are you looking for? Photos, video, Matterport. And also, do you have the square footage and listing price so that we can look up some times? Uh,
0: yeah, actually, uh, I have all uh, all the services you, you've mentioned. So I would like uh, some photos, uh, a Matterport digital twin, uh, floor plans, and I do also need aerial. Uh, and it's a uh, thirty five hundred square foot house.
2: Okay, great, and. Do you have the address that you mind providing?
0: I do. Uh, It's 391 West Paces Ferry Road, Northwest, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305.
2: Okay, Uh, great. So it looks like the services will come out to 349. I think that's probably way too cheap, but um, just not a real number. You'll see that on the chat. Um, and uh, I'll look up some availability for you. Can I have your email address just so I can send you an appointment?
0: Uh, sure. It's uh, dan at we-get-around.com.
2: Okay, great. It looks like we have time next week on the 19th at 10 a.m., on the 20th at 11:30 a.m and on the 22nd at 2 p.m. Do Uh, any of those work for you?
0: Yes, actually 10 a.m. on Monday, uh, February 19th uh, would be awesome.
2: Okay, great. I just confirmed the booking and you should see it on your calendar now. I invited you to it. And um, if you have anything else that you need, just let us
0: know. Awesome. So uh, sort of kind of a conversation just two people w- would have uh, 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 where where you're scheduling um, but let me break that down because I got a lot of questions. Um, so if we're doing that with uh, Andy Brinker, your AI assistant that we'll do in a moment, um, how does how does Andy know? What time and days are available?
2: Yeah, so um, so essentially it uses our API, our algorithm that we built, to scan your calendar in the future for open time slots. And then it uses all the addresses on your calendar, appointments in the future to calculate the drive times. and and then figure out if you can actually get there, provide the service you need to do, and then get to wherever else you need to go. And then um, it it does a whole bunch of other things. It's all, you know, proprietary to us that we built out just out of necessity, but um, just trying to make it more efficient. And by the time it gets back to the end user, or in this case, Andy Brinker's, uh, Opi, it just picks out the best times based on whatever you've told your assistant that you want to look for and then whatever your filters are. And it spits those to you, Dan. Um, and if you were to say, no, that doesn't work, it might have already generated like 50 time slots that do work. And, uh, and we told it to just maybe give you like three of the best looking ones not, to not overwhelm you. Um, so it might just give you a few more options or it might actually look at different days and scan for more availability. Um, so so let that's kind that of that...
0: a little, uh, Excuse me, let me see if I can break that down a little bit further, granular. So when I connect it to my calendar, uh, or you, you're you're the photographer. I'll stay in my real estate agent mode here. You, as the photographer, are connecting uh, Appy to your Google Calendar. Correct. Yes. And some of the secret sauce is I, I happen to be in in, in Atlanta, and uh, I guess if I was a photographer, I could have a shoot in Atlanta at at nine a.m. on Monday. I could have another shoot in um, Alpharetta, conceivably during drive time could be an hour away. And if we're scheduling a shoot in Atlanta rather than Alpharetta, Opfi is actually looking at my calendar and making some decisions to say proposed times for this Atlanta shoot that are in either perhaps before or immediately before or immediately after the shoot that's in Atlanta rather than in Alpharetta where it might I might have a scheduling day that takes me from Atlanta to Alpharetta to Atlanta and back to someplace else that's an hour away. So you're trying to optimize my schedules. That badly said, is that sort of what's happening?
2: Yeah no that you kind of nailed it i mean i don't really need to expand much more on it that's that's what it does um and you know obviously you don't want to lose the booking so um there are some cool things that we've we've developed especially with this natural language kind of interface this chat interface that is pretty good at reasoning um we're able to pass it some information that You know and tell it things like hey only try to suggest these appointments but if they really press we don't want to lose the sale so offer these other ones like maybe you really never want to get booked on a friday but you're leaving your calendar open if somebody really wants to book you on a friday you could say like even if i'm available on friday please don't suggest that i'm booked on friday because i like to edit or whatever or not work, um, till late at night. Um, and so it'll try to suggest Thursday or Monday, um, or whatever else. And then if they're like, no, I really need to do it on Friday, it'll say, okay, well, we did, we do have these times. Um, but to, to, sorry, one more thing, just to go back to your original point. Um, we developed a, it's uh, another piece of proprietary um, uh, element of our algorithm this year that we implemented called snappiness. And what that is is a measure of how likely the appointment the appointments are to snap into one another, um, but also how efficient they are. It's kind of like an efficiency score. So if you get a whole list of appointments back, and you set your snappiness to only give the top 50%, then it's gonna take all of your available appointments that were spit back and it'll then cut those in half and only return the 50%. And so if you keep dropping that or raising whatever you wanna say, if you say, I only want the top 10% of appointments to come back. So now if you add 10 appointments, it'll pick the top, number one appointment to send back to the person um i mean that's a little restrictive, but but you get the point so that's all based on your either combined drive time um and some other measures that really make sure it's optimal for you
0: well that leads me into the follow-up question you say drive time uh so if if i'm talking to you right now about uh availability for appointments uh, perhaps you're mentally doing a calculation about, oh, well, uh, you're based in Roswell, for this ex- scenario, let's say you're based in Roswell, Georgia, and it takes you an hour to get to uh, the shoot at 9 a.m. Um, uh, you're doing that calculation in, in your head, where uh, going from Roswell to Atlanta late at night may only take 20 minutes. So, mm-hmm uh how how does your AI assistant Andy Brinker know your your oppie know uh how much time to allow for drive for driving to that appointment at nine am
2: uh that's just that's what it does I mean that's what we've built uh we've been using it for years and it works really well. I mean, we used to have two people basically doing dispatching full-time, um, and uh, and now we just use this algorithm. So it's really good. I mean, it's very good. So um,
0: this is what you describe as traffic aware, and it, it literally knows how uh, using historical data, presumably some API from Google Maps, I'm guessing, Uh, in in order to calculate uh, what is a reasonable amount of time to allocate for drive time.
2: Yeah, yeah, so it'll do that. So, I mean, like when you open your Waze app, I know Waze has it, Google has it too. You see like the little bar chart, how long the drive is at each hour. Um, If we were to put a visualization to it, that's kind of how how it would look Um, when it comes back but we also add in a bunch of other things based on your personal preferences of, you know, how you might want to prioritize each one of those slots. Um, So, but yeah, that's pretty much how it works. So, because like when we built this, um, originally it was, we had a, a, a need because we're in a city and we had photographers driving from either inside the city to outside or outside of the city to in. And let's say you're outside of a major city, like Atlanta um, is is one for sure. You could be half an hour outside of the city at 9 p.m. But if you were to have to go into the city at 9 a.m., it might take you an hour and a half. Um, so that's a major difference. and. You want to be able to not prioritize those appointments or not show them um, because that's what a human scheduler would do. They would say, hey, let's get you on this one because I'm actually going to be in the area already or, hey, let's move you to 11 a.m. Because, you know, we don't want to sit in traffic. They're not going to say that to the customer, but, you know, that's how that's that's the thought process that went into building this algorithm
1: stay tuned for more wgan tv this episode is sponsored by momenzo create professional listing videos within minutes using your smartphone automatic editing and real estate video templates save 25 percent with coupon code get 25 at wgan.info forward slash momenzo offer may be withdrawn at any time
0: so uh, Appy, a little bit uh, magic-like, takes into account drive time, traffic. When so, it's looked at your schedule. Uh, it, it knows where you're, where you already have existing shoots. It knows some of the rules about uh, don't book me on Fridays unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, and um, it's looking at your calendar. It, it, it's calculating the the drive time. Uh, it's suggesting optimized appointments. Uh, just before, just after, um, that kind of leads me to, okay, And but how did it know how long it's going to take you to shoot photos, uh, Matterport, uh, uh, generate floor plans, and aerial?
2: Yeah, so um, there are a variety of ways. We have some more strict, you know, kind of the ways that we've done it in the past is, you fill out a form and it'll tell it um, how many minutes per thousand square foot, square, thousand square feet, I believe is yeah, um, I, what I the input.
0: 3,000 square feet. So is that the the piece that you needed to do the calculation?
2: Yeah, that's primarily what it's for. Yeah. Um, but I know a, a lot of people do their pricing based off of square footage and or listing price or whatever else. So um so with Oppy though you don't necessarily need to put in you don't need to fill out a form if your services aren't super complicated if they are super complicated we have forms and things that you can go through and are um you know the the ui that we built to like actually build out your services um but what we've seen is if you import your services page and maybe a spreadsheet that contains like how long each service takes, um, what the price is for each service. It should do a really good job. If it doesn't, that's where you can come to us and we'll we'll get you set up with um, with the UI to actually build out the services and then those will actually like do everything, make sure it's correct. but um, but yeah, I mean, based on this demo one that we made for andy brinker um i can't say i put in great information about the pricing but it did a pretty good job with calculating the duration of the the appointment i think um and the pricing and everything
0: and and i think you've mentioned something that kind of takes us into this next topic of well how does how does andy brinker your Oppie, for, for your business, uh, even know about your business, the services that you offer?
2: Yeah, so that's the first step when you sign up. Pretty much the first thing you do is it pops up and it says, hey, uh, Dan, I'm Zephyr. This one's name was Zephyr, Andy's assistant. Yeah. Um, you can change that, obviously. But I'm Zephyr, your assistant, and I work for Andy Brinker. And so you can change that. You can have it say um, Brinker Picks or Team Puppin Suds. You might not. That's a, Andy Brinker is a uh, Disney movie. Um, but so when you set that up, then you go and to teach it, set goals, and there are a variety of different ways you can fine-tune it. As you know, time goes on, and you talk to it more, or your customers talk to it more. I mean, you asked mine for our media kit and things like that for for this um, webinar, and that was something I never thought to train it on.
0: But um, uh, let, let, you know, let me parenthetically say what I did there is that when when I uh, booked Alex to be on the show. Uh, I know he's super busy, uh, and I really needed the information right away, of course, in in order to write up a description for the We get Around Network forum promoting what was coming up on today's show. So uh, rather than uh, texting to uh, Alex and asking uh, some some questions to prep for the show, I actually just used the uh, texted to Andy Brinker, his AI uh, assistant. And said uh, th- things like, "Hey Andy, Andy, uh, uh, what would ten, what would be ten good questions to ask Alex?" Boom, here comes ten questions. I said, "Well, how about another ten questions?" So then it comes back. I have twenty questions, but I look at the questions and I go, "Oh, well, they they're they're kind of like they should, kind of should be grouped by category." So I say, "Andy, can you reorganize those questions by category?" And then boom, I get back an, another text and it says, "Here's." Here are categories and here's the questions grouped by categories. I said, great. Uh, I need a bio of Alex. Boom. Here comes back Alex's bio. Uh, I said, well, can you give me a paragraph that describes uh, uh, uh Boom. Here comes back that paragraph. So um, I think the, uh, let's see, what else? I said, oh, I'd like to get a, a, a demo with Alex uh, before the show. Uh, great. Here's some days and times next week. That w- would have been last uh, two weeks ago. I said, "Great. Uh, I'll take the one that's on 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 Friday. That works for me." Uh, uh, actually, Alex is in uh, San Francisco, is in uh, San Clemente, California. is on the West Coast. So when I asked Oppie for some times for uh, to to visit, it came back and suggested some dates, but it actually gave me the times in Pacific time and I'm in an Eastern time zone. So I then said, Oh, well, can you give me those times and days uh, based on Eastern time? Boom. It came back and it it, it gave it the times that were meaningful for, 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 my time zone. Okay. I said, great. I'll, I'll take the, I think it was the, the, uh, the, 2:30 PM, Friday, February 9th, uh, a, appointment that, that works for me. Uh, I think that's what it actually was. Uh, so I, and then the only thing I think Oppie got stuck on is I said, I, "I need a headshot of Alex. do you have that?" And then what happened?
2: That's when I was I was watching it, it was like all popping up on my watch and my text messages. Um, that's when I jumped in and paused it and uh, I looked for a headshot um, and I just sent you the link through the Oppie itself so. Yeah, I was watching what it was saying and I was really impressed (laughs) because it would have taken me a couple of days to get all that stuff back to you, probably, because I'm pretty bad with email.
0: So I I was happy because I was able to ask Alex's assistant uh, everything I needed in order to write up a a We Get Around Network forum post promoting today's episode uh, without Alex's intervention, except when I asked for a headshot. And then Alex, I guess you would call that what human intervention option. there's, there's probably a name for it. human assist, human. Um, human in the loop. That's what I yeah call. yeah, that's what the we loop. call
2: it. The you in the loop.
0: you in the loop. So in in the event uh, that you are watching the conversation go by, you you can uh, inject yourself as a live person into the conversation uh, in order to answer a question. Uh, but I truly, I was amazed because I got everything I needed from uh, uh, Alex's uh, uh, Andy Brinker, which is his oppie. So um, let's see if I can remember where we were when I parenthetically inserted that. So um, I'm not sure that I remember. Do you remember, Alex? Um, I might have to ask oppie this question. You were
2: you're talking about the... Uh the how we're training that it on a business and Uh, and what you're trying to
0: yes so so i i think what you were describing was that the the that you first train it on your website add add a link or links to your website if you have pricing in a spreadsheet upload uh provide upload a pdf i presume of the spreadsheet
2: um you could just link it to your
0: to a Google sheet if you want. Link it to a Google sheet. So anything that's that you have that's written about your business, which is typically going to be anything that's public, is typically typically going to be on your website mm-hmm. or it's in some other document for uh, sharing, like a like a Google sheet. so that that's how oppy knows how to answer questions is, let's say, both what the ai is used to in terms of i i to simplify it for any of those who have used gpt uh if it if if gpt knows how to answer a question all you're doing it is is training it on your business in particular
2: yes exactly
0: okay so we'll we'll look at that in terms of uh sharing screen um I'm just thinking about other other things that w- just when we went through that conversation we we covered uh it how it knew your schedule how it knew how long each individual service took uh, um uh, it knew your uh, uh let's say your availability it knew about the the services it was able to price out the project um it knew about traffic uh what, what other things was I'll be doing in in our short verbal conversation that we have.
2: Oh, what the coolest thing I think it did was actually the next morning. I was sitting on my computer, and you can just watch it. So I have my other monitor here, and when I hear it, it makes a little click noise. I, I just put it on my other screen, and I'm just watching it talk to you. And you sent it a picture, and I saw the picture pop up on the screen and then it goes analyzing image, and it looks at the picture, and you ask, is it okay, you know, this layout or the color or whatever you ask, and it immediately got back and it made a pretty good executive decision for the both of us, um, and it agreed that you made the right choice by omitting some things, and uh, I couldn't believe that. I mean, um, because the image stuff is pretty new, I, I think it might only even be enabled for my personal account or admins of the pro account, but, um, but yeah, that one was pretty impressive. And so there are a lot of other features like that, that, that we're continuing to build out. Um, like you even saw extracting text from an image. Um,
0: that was cool. Uh, I guess the other thing is, uh, uh, you didn't actually say it to me in our dialogue, but. Uh, I imagine, oh, may, maybe you did. Did you say you, and you calendared me on the, uh, on the photo shoot day and time?
2: Yes. Um,
0: that or you, just as a person, you would send me an email to confirm. You'd probably yeah. send me a text to confirm. So is, oh, is uh, Oppie doing that as well? Sending a, an email and a text to confirm the appointment?
2: Right now it doesn't do email, but it'll do a text. So, I mean, obviously you're in the thread, so like, it'll say your, your appointment's confirmed. That's your confirmation text right there. Um, and both parties have access to that. So, um, so there's no real reason to like send a formal confirmation. Um, but there, it, it does send the Google calendar invite. And so, even if you're using iCal or something like that, if you invite somebody to that with the email they gave you, it'll add it to their calendar.
0: All right. Well, let's so. let's, let's do it. Let's do a demo. Why don't we assume that I am a real estate agent in Atlanta, and uh, my persona is I'm Danny Boy from ABC Real Estate Agency uh, in Atlanta. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. So you can see uh, my text window here. I've written, hello, I'm Danny. And uh, the chatbot, the uh, Opi chatbot has written back, hello, how can I assist you with your real estate photography needs? Uh, I need photos, Matterport, Aerial of a new listing and you, uh, um, let's see, my friend Ann referred me to you. So the number that we're using is 707309. Seven three seven three. So if you want to try having a conversation uh, with the uh, Oppie AI chatbot like I'm doing, you can do that as well. Great to meet you, Danny. Could you please provide the address, square footage, and listing price of the property? So the address is 391 West Paces Ferry Road. Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Uh, three oh three oh five. It's thirty five hundred square feet, and I will list it for five hundred thousand. So, uh, and if you want to go uh, s- check out the uh, Oppy website, it's uh, oppy.pro. From there, you can either set up a free account. There's three different tiers of service. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that, Alex, towards later in the show. Um, But that is, uh, you can actually set up a free account. And let's see. Uh, So the Oppy writes back, thank you for the details, Danny. Could you also share your email and phone number for the booking? My email address uh, is dan at... We get around.com. For those that actually want to email me, please use um, uh, Dan rod at We get And my uh, phone is 404 964 3680. And if you actually want to call me, I would prefer that you call 404-303-7311 extension 1. That's for any of our viewers. All right, so I've now completed the address, my email address, my mobile phone number. Uh, I've indicated the square footage, uh, what the listing price is, uh, and Oppie writes back, got it, Danny. For a 3,500 square foot property, we can offer professional photos, Matterport and aerial. Would you like to proceed with scheduling? Uh, So yes, please. Uh, So Alex, are you able to build into OPI uh, what pace the response comes back, whether it's fast or slow? And if so, why would you vary that?
2: Um, yes. So I think some people don't want people to know that it's AI. And so they don't want it to respond right away. Um that's not that's not really why we built it originally, but now that we've, you know, had it in the market, we're realizing that is why some people want the delay. Um I personally believe that. You know, the, the faster you can respond, the better. Who cares if it's AI as long as it's helpful? Yeah. Um, I'd agree with and, that. So
0: it's come back and said, great, we have an opening on February 19th, 8 to 9, 8 to 10 a.m. or 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, do either of these work for you? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Uh, I'm going to say 8 to 10 a.m.
2: And so, the the lag is mostly for if you want to be in the loop. So if you want to set it to 30 seconds so that, you know, if your your phone or your watch or whatever buzzes, you want to hop in and then stop it from responding or at least proofread the responses before they're actually sent out, um you're you have that ability and, you know, you don't have to be worried about just not having control over it at all. Um
0: I'm going to guess when you set up API uh, for the first time, you might want to have a little pause in order to see that dialogue. Yeah. But I imagine after a certain amount of time, you have the confidence level that the responses which are representing you are actually good enough or better than expected, and, mm-hmm. and therefore uh, enable it to, to respond as quick as possible. Does that sound like a plan? Yes. Yeah. OK. All right, so I've, uh, so Api has asked me, uh, we have an opening on February 19th, 8 to 10 a.m. or 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Do either of these uh, work for you? I've written yes, 8 to 10 a.m. And Oppy responds with, Alex, Api responds with.
2: It should be responding. I see it. It says, great, I have gone ahead and booked that for you looking so, forward to seeing you then. So, you so I see. I don't
0: actually see that. So that's preview text that you get to see and maybe you have this one set up to preview.
2: Well, um so it here's how it works. It basically generates a response and then you see it on your dashboard and you have the ability to edit that response um before it's delivered. So mm-hmm. but even if there's zero delivery time, uh which is what I have yours set to, I don't have a um a lag set right now um there's okay. still like sending an sms does just take sometimes a few seconds uh, it can take up to uh, a minute sometimes okay. in all right rare so I'm situation. Just being,
0: great i'm just being an impatient real estate agent. <laughs> all right so Apie has written back great i've gone ahead and uh booked that for you look forward to seeing you then you should receive the calendar event uh on the email you provided uh so, uh, so you support e- emails and, um, and text messages. So I would get an email link. I'll keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and share your screen? And let's, I'll do the same conversation over so that we can see what you can see and what it is that, that you can do on that end. Does that sound like a plan? And again, you can check out uh, oppy at oppy.pro dot yp ro You can set up a free account. You want to try a demo interacting uh, with this oppy uh, 707-309-7373. Uh, okay, so we see your page. Uh, and so can you set up a, so it would be a new conversation with me?
2: Yeah, so you'll see... Um... Over here, I could set up a new conversation. Uh, can, I could just can go. Can I actually, mm-hmm.
0: can I can I do the conversation, or do you want to show your dashboard first? Uh,
2: I I would like to show people around. Um, right. This is right. there's a lot that you can do with this. Um, so I just want to make sure that you know people are aware of the back end because having control is good. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of times where if you've used ChatGPT, you know that it goes down frequently. So we've built a lot of redundancy in there um, so that it'll keep retrying things on your behalf. Um, and that way, you know, you're not stuck and uh, not getting something um, unless you delete the phone number like I did. Um, but it does a, a pretty good job of continuing to retry if ChatGPT is down and it'll, it'll tell you um, what's going on. And you can even tell it to notify you if a certain thing is happening or um, get BCC'd on certain things. Um, you can even tell it if this person tells you their birthday or, you know, let's say a real estate agent and they tell you if they're buying or selling a home, save that into the notes on their file and it'll actually go ahead and, and save that into their notes, um, which is a pretty cool feature in my opinion. All right, um, you want to show us around? Yeah. All right, so um, so here's your conversation and I can set the delay to be, you know, whatever I want it to be here. Um, if I want the messages to be delayed by a certain number of minutes um, or completely pause. When you open it, this is the new feature that I just push. As soon as you open, if you tap this text field, it'll go into auto delivery pause. And um, just you know, from my experience using this, if I'm going to this page because I'm trying to find a conversation, generally it's because I want to you know be there to answer the the conversations if necessary. Um, And uh, so having it auto-pause and then give you the ability to update it um, really makes a big difference in in terms of how you can kind of control the conversation. Okay. Um,
0: What else do you want to show us on your back end?
2: Yeah. So and then aside from that, we have over here the contacts. So when you create a contact, it'll go in here and it'll actually... um, save their information. Um, So here you can see, it's got the personal follow-up that it can actually generate. So imagine that you wanna send a message to check in on a handful of your customers. You can go in here and just tell it to do that essentially Um, by grabbing them all. You could say, Write a very short follow-up.
0: Yeah. Alex, and, let let's do this for a moment. Let take me back to 30,000 square feet. Where do I train uh, Oppie on my business?
2: Sure. yeah. So the very first page when you um, when you create an account, you'll be directed to this Oppie. And so it'll pop up. it'll create a randomly generated name and you get to pick who it is and what it's going to do. And so you could say Remington is the name and pick a URL for it.
0: And you could pick any name you want.
2: Yeah, you could type in anything. So so it could be Danny Boy. And then you give it a personality. You pick the look and feel for it and tell it what you want it to do. Um, All those things can be done here. And then you can go down, this is where you can import your website. Um, so this is probably the spreadsheet I imported earlier. And, um, and then here's where you could say things like um, respond,
0: So, uh, um, I, so this is kind of for any, for anyone that's used ChatGPT, this is all you're doing is creating prompts that to, to help guide it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So this is like, a, these are the ways you can fine tune it and how it's going to respond over time. Um, And so if you want it to respond in Spanish or something like that, you can have it respond in Spanish. Um, however you want to really give it um Give it adjustments uh or if you want to put in like you don't want to put in a a new web page but you want to advertise a sale or try to promote a specific Mm -hmm. price of a product um that's temporary something like that you can do that here so one time
0: uh photos Okay, so uh, something like so, that. So let's do this In- instead of filling out all the forms, just let's just take us th- through. Uh, and s- since you can, since our viewers can set up a free account, uh, they can play with this. Uh, so just at the top line uh, overview.
2: Yeah. yeah, sure. So then um, the next steps would be this scheduling. So you check it off, scheduling enabled or scheduling disabled. Then Scheduling your is
0: when you link to your Google Calendar. Exactly.
2: And okay. yeah, mine's already linked to this account. So yeah. all you got to do is this. But if it's okay. the first time, you got to connect your calendar. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you go, um, you can put in if you want to be BCC'd on the communications or not. And then you save it. Oh. And... So you'll see, this is the one that we were just chatting with. Um, I think this might've been the link I shared with you, but you can actually embed it on your website if you want in the bottom corner, or you can just share the direct, this the thing that I shared with you is just kind of a landing page um, for when we didn't have a phone number. I always think it's better to have a phone number because that obviously gives you um, the ability to, actually get their uh, phone number so whether or not they even give you a real email um you'll have their phone number so um that's that's what you have access to and then you can kick off a conversation from it and you can even go to uh let's just show you how you buy the phone number so you can come in here just type in an area code if you want or a phrase like PICs or something and then hop over and you can just book the, or purchase the phone number right in here. And as soon as you do that, it just loads it onto the op-y. Um, So that's what I did when I sent you this one. Yep. Um, and if I want to get rid of this phone number, I would just click this release button here.
0: Okay. So, um, and then if we just go back to the dialogue that, that we had,
2: Mm -hmm. So here's one that I was chatting. Um,
0: So So that's that's the human in the loop feature where you can jump into the conversation even while Api is interacting with your potential customer. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So... Um, this is my opinion, the best feature and the most valuable page, um, just because you don't feel like you're giving up control. Like I said, and you have the ability up here, even to, you know, to set the delay times. If you want, um, pause the responses. And like I said, just clicking in here, it'll set this to pause over here. So These two buttons are the ones that we added today. Um, and these will actually give you the ability to it it just makes it easier to edit these and I'm trending towards making this page a lot more responsive and and mobile friendly because the conversate conversations page, especially I'm always on on my phone. Um, so Uh, I want it to be super easy to manage these conversations.
0: Great. One, One last thing to show on the back end, we'll take you off screen share. Uh, okay, so it's collecting a lot of data. Is there a spreadsheet? Is there a database? Uh, uh, what, What happens there with all this information you're collecting?
2: Yeah, so you'll see it runs this update and merge memory. You can see it does this get available time slots. These are things it's doing in its head or on our computer and that the user doesn't see. So you, as Dan, when you were trying to book, you never saw that it was running get appointments, but you see it in here. And then you'll see the response that's generated from that. Um, you can even, as you just saw, you can click, and it'll populate that response straight into here. If you want to, if you want to um, build off of that or edit it, and then you can just delete the message. Um,
0: yes, but, but I'm expecting a, a spreadsheet of some sort, a database to keep track. Of, uh, great. So. Yeah.
2: So I kind of did this backwards, but
0: this is the page I was on earlier. And
2: I guess we kind of, I did it backwards, but I knew what I was doing because remember when I clicked that button up here, these are all the contacts that saved from conversations that we've had. Do you have so, my
0: conversation today that we could take a look at it? Or was there a particular record that you wanted to look at instead?
2: Should. So, so here's Danny. <laughs> um and so you'll see, I even already had it write a follow-up. Wow, okay, this is, you know, so I'm always surprised. I thought it was dead when you first texted it that, or maybe this was on the, the actual active phone line that you texted this, um, but it saved it in your notes, referred by friend Anne, interested in photos, Ariel Matterport. So um, so it saved all of that to notes. And so, so I
0: think what's significant about this screen here is that there are fields like last name, phone number, e- email, uh, c- company, website. So any, anything that can be uh, extracted from that conversation that logically makes sense uh, if you were to import this into um, your other places that you happen to keep data. It does that, but it also took the notes so that you, I that I said I was referred by Ann, so it actually saved that in the note field.
2: Yes, yeah, and yeah, all of the stuff that you would actually need, and then additionally, notes about the person, too. So, and um, this is where it generates a response. If you want to follow up with the person, you could schedule a message in the future, Um, you could. You know, you got to opt in and uh, put in the person's phone number. If it's not already in here and then you choose which opie is going to send it. So, you know, most people will probably only have a handful of these, but let's say they ha- each have different purposes or represent different kinds of departments like post sale or customer support or something like that. And you want to have them split up. You could okay. have that one send right. the message.
0: Oh, totally get that. So just just see if I can s- summarize there. While you may think initially you might only have one OP and that handles the whole thing, you, you might actually want to create separate personas. So just like you are in your business, you wear a hat for business development, a hat for operations, uh, a hat for uh, being a uh, a customer support person. And you might train each of those personas Personas differently of how to respond is is that is that kind of the the gist of it?
2: Yes, yeah. Can okay. you still see my screen?
0: No, I I took you off screen sharing, Alex. Oh, okay. All right. So okay. how long ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After you showed that you had different personas. Okay. All right. Cool. I was I was worried you didn't see any of that. Yeah. Um, so if you are uh, on the appropriate plan then multiple apis are included and therefore you might set them up differently for different purposes and train them differently might even have a exactly. diff- might even have a different personality so it might be the initial one that's booking might be a professional tone and then the uh, the one because well you know it's that particular customer you might say with this customer uh, you, you can be a little, what would be a different pers- personality, a little sassy, for example. So mm-hmm. you can set up a different per- persona. For, uh, check out the pricing at OPPY.pro. Yeah. And uh, there is a free tier so that you can get started. So you can create an account, uh, it's totally free. You can uh, use a free tier of service. Uh, if you want to play with the demo account, uh, the phone number is 707-309-7373. Um, Alex, before we say bye, is there anything else you wanted to cover today I hadn't asked you about?
2: I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'm really excited to see what people come up with with this. And, you know, we're more than happy to help out and uh, walk people through the process if, if they have questions or um any feedback on the product, it's really made a difference in the short time I've used it and some of our customers have used it in their businesses. And um, we're hoping it can do the same for a lot of businesses.
0: I will ask you just one more question. I, th- I think when we, we talked about this in <laughs> excuse me, this entire show, is assuming that API is specifically for real estate photographers. Uh, and yet, I, I believe it could just as easily be used for real estate agents and any service business that uh, somebody is on the go doing appointments all day long. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Plumber, painter, uh, installer. Oh, yeah. I, I need to show
2: you my shirt. So it says chatbots are people too. And it's a variety of different people who could use it
0: um so Ah, so, and so i see tool tool belts and 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 another thing so uh whether you're a real estate photographer a real estate agent a real estate broker a plumber uh, uh an installer a repair person uh anyone that uh is missing out on appointments small businesses that are missing out on money every time that they, they get a message that they can't respond to, nights, weekends, holidays, while they're in the midst of a service visit, then op, opi uh can be helping you uh make money e- even when you don't you can't pick up and interact with a potential customer directly.
2: Yes, absolutely. And it'll it'll save you some gray hairs as well. Awesome. Uh
0: Alex, thanks for being on the show again.
2: Thanks for having me, Dan. Great to see you.
0: Uh, Good to see you. Uh, We've been visiting with Alex Gustafsson. Alex is the founder and CEO of API, uh, based in San Clemente, California. For Alex, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at five.
1: This episode of WGAN-TV was sponsored by Momenzo. Create professional listing videos within minutes using your smartphone, automatic editing and real estate video templates. Save 25% with coupon code GET25 at wgan.info forward slash momenzo. Offer may be withdrawn at any time.